many are getting weak, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, Today's message. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Lift up your hands wherever you are. And in your own words, begin to just bless God. In your own words, find some words. For the next three minutes, it's just time of worship. We have not gathered before any man, but we have been gathered before the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the monarch of the universe, the one who is ah, the God of all flesh. The King of Glory, the Father of Glory, come on, lift up your voice right now. Lift up your voice. Begin to speak to Him right now. Begin to speak to Him right now. Begin to speak to Him right now. Adunie kelemandos, Abigadoshia, oh Lebelebea, the lily of the valley, oh the rose of the Sharon, Abigadoshia, it's got the whole world in the hand. The Bible says it's just upon the circle of the earth, the charge of all. Abdosha, Balababa, Lebelebelebe, so the Alpha and Omega, the God of all flesh, the Father of spirits. Ah, what shall we render unto you? Just our sacrifice of praise. He said, I'll enter his gift with thanksgiving. I'll enter his God with praise. And we are entering into 2023 in praise and in worship. Oh, Glory to your name, Lord. Oh, we love you. I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth and the heavens. Kalorobo Shabaya. Lift you high above the earth and the heavens. Oh, you are Lord. Oh, wow. 
give the Lord a shout. Somebody shout glory. glory. Oh, I just shout glory. Are you excited to be gathered before the Lord? Oh, in the year 2023, in the year of our promised land, somebody celebrate. Learn how to celebrate God. Somebody give the Lord one more shout and celebrate Him here. Halle, halle, halle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen and amen. Somebody is wondering whether uh, is this a praise service or what? Yes, it is a praise service. What do you think? Hallelujah. Listen, somebody is wondering that uh, at least wait till the end of the year. Then you know that God has kept you. Then you say that, oh, God has kept me. But listen, when you celebrate God for keeping you before the year has been kept, then you know that certainly you will see the end of the year. Hallelujah. And so as we thank God and as we celebrate God in His presence, at the very beginning, we know He's going to carry us from now to the end of the year. I declare that divine security is your portion. I declare that divine security is the portion of your family. No member of your family will die this year. No member of your home will be lost this year. You will not be lost this year. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And everything that pertains to you shall be kept by the power of God. Come on, your amen must sound like thunder over here. You will be kept by the power of God. I say you will be kept by the power of God. I say you will be kept by the power of God. If you believe that the devil has failed concerning your life, give God a shout. As the devil failed. As the devil failed. As the devil failed. Hey! Hallelujah. This is our first ever special Thanksgiving and Shiloh service. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And the children of Israel, any, uh, every year there's a time that they go and present themselves before God at a place called Shiloh. At a place called Shiloh. At a place called Shiloh. He that is himself. Uh, the Bible says that until Shiloh comes, the gathering shall be unto the Lord. The gathering shall be unto the Lord. And when Shiloh came, the people gathered in Shiloh. Praise God forevermore. So Shiloh is a time of presentation of ourselves before the Lord. And to receive that prophetic instruction that is going to lead us into a glorious year. Whatever God spoke to the children of Israel at Shiloh was the word that carried them throughout the year. If they were going to prosper in the year, it is in Shiloh that will be, it will be determined, determined. If they were going to suffer loss in the year, it is Shiloh that determines it. In the book of Jeremiah, the Bible presents a picture of Shiloh that had been totally broken down and destroyed. And it directly reflected the state of the children of Israel. Meaning when you neglect your Shiloh, you neglect your encounter with God as Shiloh, it can bring a wrecking into your life. Tonight, our Shiloh is bringing us a blessing. I said our Shiloh is bringing us a blessing. Our Shiloh is positioning us for a divine allocation. You will not miss your portion. Somebody shout, I will not miss my portion. Is that a shout? I said, shout, I will not miss my portion. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand to the Lord. Say, Father, this morning 
I present myself, spirits, soul, and body unto you. Speak to me. Let my life never be the same again. In the name of Jesus Christ. Precious Father, minister to your children. We are here to hear from you and to receive from you. Feel this atmosphere, your power and your glory. And when these lips of clay, let me minister as an oracle. Let your voice be strong in this place. Let our lives never be the same again. Thank you, Father, that we are heard in the precious name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Let a resounding amen reach heaven right now as you take your feet in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah! Oh, as a hallelujah! Oh, as a hallelujah! I want to hear, uh, are there old ladies in the house? I said hallelujah! We give God all the praise. How many of you are happy to be back in the house of God, in the presence of God one more time? If you are happy, just give God a wave right now. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. I absolutely enjoy my sound. Amen and amen. Opposite. Glory to God. Amen and amen. Anyway, so I thank God for the opportunity for us to gather at Shiloh. Amen and amen. It's because as I was telling you earlier, Shiloh is a place of presentation of ourselves unto the Lord. It's a place where we come before the Lord and show him that, Lord, we are here. We are your children and we acknowledge that it is your hand that has been at work in our lives. And so, Lord, we have come to present ourselves unto you and unto your will. That we will see your will and your glory in our lives. Amen and amen. So, Shiloh is a place of presentation. Hallelujah. I was looking for somebody. I have found a person. Now I can continue my service. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. We give God all the praise. So, in Shiloh, we present ourselves before the Lord. In Shiloh, we come unto the Lord and present ourselves unto Him. And we expose ourselves, strengths and weaknesses unto Him. Expecting Him to speak into our lives. You see that happening several times to the children of Israel in the land of promise. In fact, it was so serious that when they go to the land of promise, God actually prepared a specific place, and the place was named Shiloh. And so, it was as though the house of God, or the place of meeting God, was a very large place. So, at the time when the gathering of the people is supposed to take place, they come from their various places of allocation. They come from their various cities and their various towns, and whatever they are doing, and they come to gather themselves before Shiloh. Why? Because, you see, life is spiritual. Life is spiritual. Sometimes people think that all about life is what we are seeing on the physical. The school that I'm going to, my plans, my visions, my purposes, the things that I am working on. And so we think that, oh, it is about my strategies, it's about my plans. But you and I can well testify that there are many people who had amazing plans for themselves in 2022. But at the end of the year, they could not meet or they could not achieve those plans. Why? Some of them were the best of uh, actors in terms of brain power. They were the best of, uh, of, of, of uh, uh, people who were astute in, in various kinds of knowledges. And at the end of the day, still, one thing or the other went against them. More especially when we, uh, as the year was getting, in fact, throughout the year, things were difficult. But getting to the latter part, it was as though an avalanche of things were just coming at us as individuals and as a nation. It seemed as though there was no coming back from the from the, uh, the, 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 the downward spiral that we were going as a nation. Nobody, uh, uh, nobody thought that could happen. 
You see, people have planned their year and they are taught according to my strategies, things are going to work. I heard about large companies, even multinational companies, that were folding up and rolling out of the country because they could not uh, uh, sustain the economic downturn that was taking place. Hallelujah. So, it's important that we understand that we do not exist by ourselves. We are, we are spiritual people. And if we are going to do well in this world and in this life that God has given us, we need to approach it from a spiritual perspective, a spiritual dimension. And that is where God comes in. Jesus taught us something in the book of John chapter number 4, and he said that for God is spirit. God is a spirit. The God that we are worshipping is not a politician. He is not a, a, a chief. He's not a, a, an idol, something that you can go and pour some uh, libation on to know. He's a spirit, and he reigns and rules from the realm of the spirit. And so the Bible said that he's looking for those who worship him in spirit and in truth. To understand that God is a spirit will, 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 will help direct how you relate with him, how you relate with life, how you relate with church, how you relate with the various areas of your life. If you understand that God is a spirit and life should be treated from a spiritual point of view. So Shiloh is not just about coming to church to just come and praise God, but it's a heart experience as well. When you open up your heart to the Lord and you are saying that, Father, I am presenting myself, my plans, my visions, my aspirations, and my expectations unto you. That, Lord, let your glory be seen. Let your glory be seen in my life. And I pray that God will cause his glory to be evidenced in your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. In Shiloh, you are positioned for a glorious year. In Shiloh, you are positioned for a year where you experience abundance, where you experience all-round victory. I decree and I declare this shall be your story in 2023 in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So our presence in Shiloh is up to, it's also about a place of positioning ourselves for whatever God has purposed for, our, our year, for us this year. It is a place of positioning. And the time that we are, uh, we are, uh, 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 we are presenting ourselves before God is also very strategic. It's also very strategic. We are looking at January, and uh, it, literally, it's like our first uh, Sunday service of the year. Last week, because uh, of the 31st night into uh, the first mid service, a bit some way. Amen. And we even uh, dedicated it to our spirit camp. So, uh, officially, we are sort of gathering properly today as a church on today the 8th of January shake somebody beside the person beside you and tell the person you are welcome no the person come on shake the person let the person know that he has a brother has a sister in the house of and those of you when we are saying welcome each other you don't welcome anybody are you in church at all I said shake somebody and tell the person you are welcome to the house of God tell the person I miss you Sha. <laughs> ah glory to God now, if the person doesn't know you, the person will be looking at you and wondering, where do you know me from? <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. So, positioning yourself for a glorious year. You know, before we con- we, I, I go to a few things that the Lord has laid on my heart today, I want to just give you a few thoughts that I believe that God has dropped in my spirit that can position you for a, a, a year of wonders. A year which will bring you his free, sweatless testimonies in the name of Jesus Christ. What you put in the foundation of a building will determine whether the building stands or not. 
In fact, truly, the real glory of a building is in the foundation. When the foundation is not strong, when the foundation, foundation is improperly set up, the, no matter how nice the superstructure is, it is in jeopardy. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 11, the verse number 3, that if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? It means that even the righteous are dependent on the kind of foundation that they have. If the start of your life is no good, it is possible the whole lamp will not be good. The Bible says if the first fruit is holy, then the whole lamp is also holy. In fact, that is the principle about Titan. Most people think that tithing is just about taking 10% of your income and presenting it to the Lord. No. When you study the Bible, especially the book of Exodus, and the Bible begins to tell us about tithe, it did not say just a tenth. It said the first tenth. The first tenth, meaning whatever you receive as an income, and you divide it into ten. The first one, not the second, not the third, not the fourth, not the fifth, not the sixth, not the seventh, not the eighth, not the ninth, not the tenth, not the last one, but the first one. That means that before you even take anything that God, anything for yourself that God has given to you, the first part should belong to the Lord. The first part should belong to the Lord. That's why we practice what we call our first fruit or first fruit or first, we have first fruit service in this church. Because we are presenting, we are saying that the first one that God has blessed us with, the Bible says the first fruit is holy unto the Lord. The Bible also says that the tithe is holy unto the Lord. So, you, you, the principle of securing your foundation, the initial, the first fruits, is what can determine the glory of what remains. So if at the beginning the foundations are weak, the house is going to be in trouble. The house is going to be in trouble. In the book of Job chapter 38 verse 12 and the verse number 13, look at what, uh, the, look at what the Bible tells us. It says, Has thou commanded the morning since thy days? Has thou commanded the morning since thy days? And of course the day spring to know his place. Look at that. The morning is the beginning of the day. It's still talking about the, the principle of beginnings. What you do at the start, my brothers and my sisters, will affect the journey ahead. If you are going to experience difficulty, you are going, it is going to be as a result of how you started whatever you are engaging in. There are many people who have started their life wrong. They have started their life wrong. They have started their life with a lot of problems. And so the challenges that they are going through, you may think that they are even cursed. And maybe rightly so. Because most of the time, the curses that are causing us a lot of grief and suffering is the curse of seed time and harvest. Where people are paying for things that they have done. They are paying, they are being rewarded for actions that they have engaged in. People who abuse their parents. People who abuse authority. People who touch and defile spiritual things. So you see that, oh, a particular, uh, somebody, generation after generation, things are going wrong. Why? Go and look at what their forefathers did. The Bible speaks about curses going to the third and the fourth generations. The third and fourth generations were not there when the evil was being, uh, was being, was being uh, exacted, but they are suffering for it. Why? The principle of foundations. 
the principle of foundations, the principle of the beginnings, the initial things, they are very, very important. In the book of Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 27, you hear Jesus teaching us about a rocky and a sandy foundation and how they affect the substance of the house. Jesus said that everyone who hears these words of mine and acts according to them or does them, he said that he will liken such a man to a wise man. So wisdom is it you need to be wise about your beginnings. Don't take things for granted. When I came out of the university uh, a number of years ago, by a decade ago, and I started working on engaging in business, for me, it was another turn of life. It was a new beginning for me. Because now I'm moving to a new stage where I'm not depending on my parents and I have to work to make a living. I remember I even started a small business by then. The first things I did at the beginning was to sow seeds. In fact, for many years, I was sowing, and I'm still sowing seeds. I'm still sowing seeds. The first profits that I made for my business, I gave everything to the Lord. The first income that I made as a young man, I gave everything to the Lord. And this has been, I believe, has been the reason for one of the, for some of the successes that I've been experiencing year in, year out, because I showed God that the beginning you know, you know when when you have, you know a first salary when you get your first money, it is a very sweet thing. Now you two are also receiving something for yourself. This is so precious to you, but that precious thing, God said that it's more precious to Him than it should to, than to you, and so give it to Him. Give it to Him. Why? He wants to secure your foundation. If the first fruit be holy, the entire lamp is holy. If the stamp is holy, the entire tree shall be made holy. Are you understanding me? So your beginnings are very, very important. He said, I would liken such a man to a wise man who built his house upon a rock. So the house was built upon something, the foundation. He built his house upon a rock. He said, the rain descended and the flowers came and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not. Why? It was founded upon a rock. Founded. Foundation. It was founded upon a rock. When the winds came, when the storms came, economic storms, emotional storms, psychological storms, demonic storms, he said that the winds came, the rains came, the storms came. Look, all of these things are elements that are in the world, and they will surely come and they will affect everybody. They will affect everybody. But if you are going to be found standing, it should be because your foundation is strong. Your foundation is upon the rock. He said that, and he spoke again about another kind of man. He said, everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and does them not. That is a, such a person who has no work on his foundation. He does them not. It's like a foolish man. Is it when you are like a foolish man? It means that you are a foolish man. Because everything you are doing is like a foolish man. He said, but we are trying to sound nice. So it's like a foolish man. But we know you are a foolish man. We say you are like a wise man. It means that you are doing everything that wise people do. Obviously, it means that you are a wise man. Are you understanding me? If I wait, the use of light implies simi, uh, simi, the use of the, uh, uh, what's it called? The what? That's the one. The use of us and like, yes. It's, 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 what is it? What's the grammatical, whatever? Simile. And simile is comparing similar things. Amen and amen. It means that they, are, they can be equated. They can be equated. So it's not like that one who does not do what I'm saying 
is building his house on sand. And when the rains came, the floods came, then the storms came, the Bible said, and, the, 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 and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Isn't it amazing? It says that great was the fall of it. It's telling us the gravity of foundations, the seriousness of foundations, and we need to learn how to secure our foundations. So what can we put into our foundations, into our beginnings, that can ensure that we are going to see a glorious year? Number one, the number one that you should put into your beginning, into the beginning of the year, is God. Is God. Is God. Genesis chapter 1, the verse number 1. The Bible said, in the beginning, what? God. In the beginning, God. God must always be in your beginning because it's the beginning of beginnings. And before the beginnings learn how to begin, he was there to show that the beginnings must understand the principle of beginnings because he's the beginner of beginnings. What are you talking about? The Bible says that he's the alpha. Alpha means the start, the first. He's the alpha, the first, the initiator. You need to let God be involved. Don't be there and be thinking, that, oh, I'm going to do my strategic plans. I'm going to put together my five-point strategy on how I am going to have an effective 2023. And then, oh, this is what I'm going to do to get married. This is what I'm going to do to get houses. This is what I'm going to do to get this. Listen to me. Put God there first. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean on your own understanding. Know your ways. Acknowledge Him and make your path straight. Put God first. In the beginning, God. How do you put God? Number one, His Word. His Word. Get His Word into your beginning. John chapter 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was the Word. God is mirrored in His Word. You cannot know God without His Word. Anything. So that's why this year you, have make, you must make up your mind that you are going to be a Word addict. You are going to be a word addict. Earlier on, Pastor Wisdom was showing us one of the strategies that we have given to all of us as a church, by which everybody should be in, should get into the word. He said, I've given you shepherds after my heart to feed you with knowledge and wisdom. You see, so we have come out with a plan. And I pray that nobody will go and put that sheet of paper away and say, that, oh, as for me, I, 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 some will even use it for something worse. Amen and amen. I have not said anything. It could be to go and buy Kelly uh, Willie. <laughs> Amen. Not so that one that you are thinking. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. So, make sure you have your pen right and you take as you are reading. Some of, the, some of the chapters may seem very long. You are reading and they are never ending. Make sure you end. Make sure you end. Make yourself a word addict. When you give yourself to the word, you are telling God that, God, I want to have that kind of fellowship with you. I want to be connected to you. Psalm chapter 1, the verse number 1. The Bible says, uh, 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 Blessed is a man that walketh not in the earth, counsel of what? The ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of God, the scornful mockers. But what is his delight in? His delight is in the law of the Lord. What is your delight? Is it game? Nigerian movies. One other virgin. Uh, which one is the latest one? Telenovela. Yes. But the telenovelas, they have names. It this tells me that you don't watch. <laughs> amen and amen. Because when you group all of them together, you are just like me. Amen and amen. But you see, there are those who are watching are pretending to be holy in the house of God. Though. They don't want to say it. 
They know the name. Second chance. Uh, 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 the, the prophecy is coming. Good words. Gungumbagia. <laughs> Twist of words. Faith. Yes. What? Lost by words. Lost. Lost by status. In a way, the what? The blood moon. Blood moon. Hey! Are you going there, Anaconda, Anna, Dracula? <laughs> the, what's that? Vampire. I'm telling you, blood moon. Bah, and you'll be sitting and watching. Then you start having dreams and you say that the devil is after you. It's Kunkumbajia that's chasing you. Amen and amen. Let your delight be in the law of the Lord. Your passion, what you enjoy, what sweets you the most. Is that in the law of the Lord? And upon his law does he meditate what? Day and night. Somebody said that, hey, why are we doing lunchtime? And then in the evening we are doing night fire. And then like, listen, we are, we are going to come with another one in the morning, cry, you see. <laughs> Morning fire, I tell you. We need some fire in our days. So morning fire. I have the morning fire committee. I have to gather them very soon. Amen and amen. Day and what? Night. And when he does that, look at what he says in the verse 3. What happens to such a man? He said he's like a tree planted by the rivers of water whose leaves do not do what? Wither. You will never go dry this year. I say you will never go dry this year. Why? Because God, through his word, is in your ear. His leaves do not wither. And he said, whatever he shall do shall prosper. He said, and he brings first fruits in his season. If you want your ear to be fruitful, you must put God in. And how do you put God in? His word. His word. His word. Giving attention to him. Secondly, the Holy Spirit's. The presence of God. You must desire the presence of God. The presence of God is the Holy Spirit. When the children of Israel had left the land of Egypt and were going to the land of promise, one of the things that secured them in their journey was the Spirit of God, the angel of the Lord with them. In Exodus chapter 33, we see it over there. And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart and go up hence, and thou and the people that you, thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, unto the land I swear unto the Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, say, Unto thy seed will I give it. And I will send an angel before thee. Now drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and Jerusalem, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. But then, because they had become a stiff-necked people, God said that, my presence will not go with you. When a poor had it, the Bible said that their, their countenance was sunk. They became very sad. And it is very dangerous. Anybody who would try to make, do life without the presence of God, you are putting your life in jeopardy. That's why Jesus, when he was going to leave the disciples, he said that, I will not leave you orphans. I will pray the Father that he may send you what? Another comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, verse 16. He said that, I will not leave you orphans. I will not leave you without protection. I will not leave you without help. Living life and advancing in life without the presence of God is the most dangerous thing you can ever do. Anything can destroy you. He said, I will pray the Father and give you another helper. 
which is the Holy Spirit. It shall be with you forever. It shall be with you forever. So after Moses had petitioned God, by Exodus chapter 13, verse 15, the Lord said, Moses said, if I found grace in thy sight, show me thy way. And the Lord told him in the verse number 14, he said, my presence shall go with thee. This year, the presence of God shall go with you. I said, this year, the presence of God shall go with you. And Moses, and he said, and I will give you rest. And he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry not as not. Don't carry us any further. Jesus had given his disciples a commission to go and preach the gospel to the whole world. But he told them that, my brothers, don't go anywhere until you are endued with power from on high. That power is the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 24 verse 49. He said, behold, I send you the promise of my father. He said, tarry in the city of Jerusalem. I thought you had told them to go. And he said that something is more important than going. Even if it's about preaching, something is more important than going. Is your ministry? Is your marriage? Is your business? What have you? Something is more important than merely going. So that tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 tells us that that power from on high is the Holy Ghost. So you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You need the presence of the Holy Spirit. And every child of God has the Holy Spirit. But you know there's something you need to do. Learn how to practice the presence. Learn how to practice the presence so you can feel the power of God. The Bible says, and be not filled with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Be not filled with wine wherein there is what dissipation, wherein there is, uh, uh, there is excesses, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. Every Christian needs to learn how to practice. The Holy Spirit's presence. Learn how to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Other than that, debauchery shall be seen in your life. All your excesses, all your weaknesses are... You see, when the Holy Spirit is in your life, he, he wraps you. He covers you. So people don't see your weaknesses. Why? He takes over your life and manifests the glory of God. Practice the presence of God. Let God be strong in your life. Let God be strong in your life. Another element that you need in your foundation, if you are going to see a successful year, is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That anointing is the power of God. That power of God. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Even Jesus needed it for his ministry to be successful. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all that oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. He needed the power of God. This morning as we pray, let the power of God come upon your life. I said, let the power of God come upon your life. I said, let the power of God come upon your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. That is why this is a Shiloh experience. A Shiloh experience is an experience with God's presence and God breathes onto our lives. The breath of God is upon you today. I said the breath of God is upon you today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Listen, Shiloh, I told you earlier, is a place in the land of promise. That place was a place of worship and it was also a place of sacrifice. It was a place of worship and sacrifice. The Israelites gathered there to offer their offerings to God. It was the site of the tabernacle, which was, a, the tabernacle was a portable sanctuary that uh, the, the, the Israelites used during their times in the wilderness. So when they entered into the land of promise, they did not throw away the tabernacle, but rather they, kept a, they found a place called Shiloh and they kept it over there. So anytime they, they wanted to encounter the presence of God, they go there. But see, in the New Testament, we don't need to go to a specific place. The Holy Spirit is with us. Anywhere can be Shiloh to us. Anywhere can be the presence of God to us. May you experience His presence today. May you experience His presence in your house. May you experience His presence at your workplace. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Somebody shout a big amen. At Shiloh, 
Joshua, distributed the lands to the children of Israel. And uh, he said in Joshua chapter 18, you see it over there, he took them through various processes, and the Bible says by the verse number 10, he cast lots to divide the land unto them. But you see, even if you study the Bible in the book of Deuteronomy, you realize that Moses has already been done the divisions for them already. So Joshua was just what, affirming and actualizing it. Actualizing it. It was also a Shiloh that Hannah, buried Hannah, encountered her miracle baby. Her miracle was a Shiloh. When you say the first Samuel chapter number one, you see that you, uh, you read the story about Hannah. She was married to a man called Elkanah. <laughs> and about her, Hannah was barren. Hannah was barren. And because of her barrenness, she became a laughing stock to her adversary, her rival, Penina. Penina would just come and be laughing at her and we say, Aye, oh, aye. That was one of the most annoying laughter that we used to laugh at people when we were in senior high school. Aye. Aye. And they'll be watching you screaming under the laughter. Aye. And so somebody picked the stone and slapped the, another person in the stone. Some of us learned our lesson never to eye anybody. If somebody is going through a problem, leave the person to suffer. And you stand at your place. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. So, Penina will make a mockery of Hannah. But listen to me. This year, anybody who mocks you, your mockery is going to be your making. I say, your mockery is going to be your making. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. She will laugh and laugh at her. The Bible says, Hannah became, I'm sure she lost weight. She became distraught. She became depressed. The Bible says, it was so visible that she, stopped, she wasn't eating. The Bible says, her husband, her husband said, why are you down? Am I no more to you than ten sons? Than ten sons. Those days, the son was valued more than the daughter. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. He said, am I, more, am I not more to you than ten sons? Ooh, what am I saying? Even these days, some places they want to make it look as though if you don't have a son, you don't have a child. It is not so. It is not so. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Look at the amazing miracles and great things that God is using his daughters for. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you. I said, the Lord bless you. In the name, God bless every daughter in this house. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, the Bible said, in the verse number 9, Hannah rose up after they had eaten. And the verse number 10, the Bible says she was in the bitterness of her soul. And she prayed unto the Lord and wept so. One of the things that you can put at the beginning of your year to ensure that you see a victorious year is fervent prayer. Prayer and fasting to be precise. That's why in a week's time we'll be starting our prophetic activation. 14 days of prayer. I thought you'd be clapping for that because of the fast. Amen and amen. You don't clap. The way you are clapping tells me that you see your fasting will be from 6 to 6. 6 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. Amen and amen. Amen and that's the Hallelujah. And now you fast from 6 to 7. 6 to 7 a.m. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to you. But Hannah prayed. The encounter that Hannah at Shiloh was foundation on prayer. I'm just giving you some elements for your year. Put prayer at the beginning of your year. This is not a time to be having all the fun. This is not a time to be behaving as though you are not a spiritual person. Get serious with spirituality. Get serious with spirituality. Listen, 
Do you know the way some people have chanted and made projections into the realm of the spirit concerning the year? And you are going to be sitting at the same workplaces with them. You go to work one, I, I look, I, I have ministered to people. The other day, I was praying with a certain woman, and the Lord told, began to show me certain things. Something that had happened at her office. And in the vision, I saw she had gone to the office, and because something that had been planted there, all of a sudden she started uh, fainting. And when she went to the hospital, she, they, they said that uh, her, she had lost blood, or she was now anemic. When she, I, I asked her about it, it exactly happened a number of months ago last year. She, she has never had that condition before. As she got to the office, and then all of a sudden, she started fainting. She, she nearly blacked out. By the time she was rushed to the hospital, they said that her blood level has shut down. Something that had never happened to her before. Listen, you need to empower yourself. If you don't empower yourself, you will be overpowered. If you, are, if you don't charge yourself up, you'll be discharged. Whatever belongs to you, may God secure it. I said, whatever belongs to you, may God secure it. Whatever position that you have, God has given you, nobody can take away that position. I prophesy that you see glory in that position. And you keep growing in that position in the name of Jesus Christ. Fasting and prayer empowers you. Look, why was Penina making a mockery of Hannah? She wanted to take her place. She wanted to take her place. That Hannah will get depressed and Hannah will die. Or Hannah will just carry herself away and decide to go. So she will keep depressed. Listen, the thing that you are going through here, it is because the devil wants to take that place from you. But God, may God secure your position. I said, may God secure your lots. I said, may God secure your lots. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So get into prayer. The Bible says she prayed out of the bitterness of her soul. She prayed so hard, that, and the Bible said when she was praying, she was not speaking aloud. So early the priest came, and came to see her, and the way she was throwing herself all over the place, and the way she was speaking, he said, ah, this woman must be drunk. This woman must be drunk. Those of you who like to be gentle, that nobody will find anything wrong with you as a, as a prayer. Even, even your prayer has stopped. Even when they are even busy, they are modeling it. Rosh Bronos, Rosh Avamoski Antar, Rosh Sister, you better get serious. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says she was praying so much that the priest thought she was drunk. She said, Ah, daughter of Deliad, how can you be drunk at this hour of the day? The Bible says that she responded, that, Daddy, it is not so. It is not so. But I have prayed out of the bitterness of my soul. Said, have I presented my need unto out of the bitterness of I poured out my soul before the Lord? Prayer, 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 and that led me led, led to the next thing. The Bible says that, and so Eli the priest made a prophetic pronouncement. The next element for your year to be empowered is to get a prophetic word from the Lord, to get a word that you are running with. Listen, there's no faith if there's no word. The Bible of faith coming by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. There must be a rhema word that you have received. Either God speaking to you directly or a prophetic word that has been spoken into your life. So, me, one of the things I do at my beginnings is I connect to the prophets of my life. I connect to the, my fathers in the Lord. Those who God has appointed over me spiritually. I go with my seed and they speak into my life. And they speak into the altar. This altar is not an ordinary altar. 
It's the fire that is blazing over here. You won't believe it. You won't believe it. Why? Because we need that prophetic word. We need that prophetic word. He made a pronouncement in the verse number 17. Elias answered, Go in peace. And the God of Israel do, do what? He grants you your petition which you have asked of him. Are you understanding me? He said, Go in peace. It, that word peace, many people don't value it. But in Israel, a Jew values peace. Because their peace is not just quietness. Their peace is quietness with anointing. That causes everything to work well. This year, everything will work well for you. I said everything will work well for you. And the Lord grant you your request. She received this in the verse 18. She said, let thy hand me find grace in thy sight. And so the woman went away. And she went to eat. She went to eat. Now, why? Because she had received a prophetic word. A year by that time, she had given back to a miracle baby. Somebody, am I speaking to somebody? You are going to receive next year by this time. Can I speak into your life? Next year by this time, you are going to see a manifestation of what you desire of the Lord. Look, just like the children of Israel in Joshua 18 received their location, I stand here as a prophet of God, and I declare, let there be a release of your portion. Let there be a release of your portion. The part of this promised land grace that God has brought us into in this year, may you experience your portion. Maybe yours must be a scholarship, and to see advancement in your, <coughs> sorry, in your, in your education. May you experience that grace. I say, may you experience that grace. I say, may you experience that grace. This year, may the lines fall onto you. I say, may the lines fall onto you in all the right places. May you experience a goodly heritage. I say, you will experience a goodly heritage. When the inheritance is being divided, the boundary lines shall fall for you in the places of testimony. Receive it now. This year is filled with a lot. You will receive the best of the year. I say you receive the best of the year. You will not receive the worst of the year. People will die in this year, but you are not part of them. People will suffer loss in this year, but you are not part of them. People will go hungry in this year, but you are not part of them. People will experience evil happening in their lives in this year, but you are not part of them. You shall see the blessing of the Lord. I say you shall see the blessing of the Lord. I am prophesying over your life as a father and as a minister of God. I say you shall see the blessing of the Lord. I see the lines falling in the right places for your business. This year, your business will grow. I said, this year, your business will grow. Those who don't have businesses, this year, you are going to start your business. This year, you will not end the year without employment. God is going to bring increase into your life. You are going to see the best year yet. I said, you are going to experience the best year yet. Receive this grace now. I said, receive this grace now. I said, receive this grace now. This year, your destiny helpers will arise. Your destiny helpers will manifest. You will not lack any good thing. I say you will not lack any good thing. All things are going to work together for your good. Yeah, the promised land is a good land. A land of good things. This year, I decree and I declare, good things are being released for you. I said good things are being released for you. I said good things are being released for you. This year, you are going to experience surprising supplies. Surprising supplies. Increase on all sides. And prophesy over your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That at the divine security of God. Shall come upon the work of your hands. You will not lose that which is in your hands. I say you will not lose that which is in your hands. That devourer will not be able to swallow what belongs to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The son of the living God. If you believe it, give God a shout of praise. 
I hear the Lord saying that people will suffer lack this year, but it will not be your portion. In the promised land is a land of abundance. A, a land of abundance. Listen, this year you will not struggle. The struggles you struggled in last year. Struggles are taken out of your life. I'm speaking blessings into the life of the children of God. Receive that blessing. God is going to bring you divine connections. Connections that will bring you joy. Connections that will bring you victory. Connections that will bring you happiness. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This year you are going to meet that man that you are going to marry. This year you are going to meet that woman that you are going to settle down with. Receive that grace now. I said receive that grace now. I said receive that grace now. This year that business. There's somebody over here. You have been looking to start a business for so many years now. And every year it seems as though nothing works. This year shall work. I said this year shall work. Look at the students. I'm seeing them becoming the best in their class. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. This year is a year of victories and awards. You are going to receive awards. You are going to receive awards in the name of Jesus Christ. As this scholarship is being released, as this scholarship is being released, your traveling opportunities being released for you. Your documents are settled in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Receive the blessings of the year. As I receive the blessings of the year. As I receive the blessings of the year. As I receive the blessings of the year. Somebody shout, I receive them all. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm seeing people being honored this year. God is going to honor you. At your workplace, you'll be acknowledged for an honorable position. Look, I heard the Lord tell me three days, about three or four days ago, that strange promotions are in this year. Strange promotions are in this year. Promotions that you never expected. Those promotions are your portion. I prophesy over your life the goodness of the Lord. He said, that goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Every single day in this year, goodness will be associated with it. Every single day. Every single day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every single day, it will mint out goodness for you. It will mint out goodness for you. Whenever you need money, God will send helpers. This year, many people will see find money on the floor. Angels will release money your way. As the angels release money away. Listen, look, did you not hear the testimony that we were receiving last year? Somebody, the Lord spoke to him that ah, he should sow a seed. He didn't know where the money was going to come from. The next day, he was working in Accra Mall. Who drops money in Accra Mall? Who drops money in Accra Mall? And then in one of the uh, aisles, 150 Ghana cities. More than enough. More than enough. This year is going to happen that way in your life. I said, it's going to happen that way in your life. I said, it's going to happen that way in your life. I have seen a certain blessing from God. That any time I need something to settle something, God brings it at the right time. Even if I don't have it in my account, some way, somehow, it comes at the right time. I feel it might me to provoke such a blessing over your life. You will not suffer loss. I say you will not suffer loss. I say you will not suffer loss. Listen, nothing is too expensive when God is with you. Whatever you need is coming to you. I said, whatever you need is coming to you. I said, whatever you need is coming to you. Even if it means that God will have to gather 10 people to pay for you, He will gather them. Receive it now. You want to go to school this year, and you don't have money, you will go to school. <laughs> you want to marry this year, and you don't have money, you will marry this year. You want to start that project this year, and you think that the money is not enough. God will supply your need. 
I said, my God will supply your need. I said, my God will supply your need. According to his riches in glory by Christ. Am I prophesying to somebody over here? Receive it now. I said, receive it now. It will happen. It will happen. This year will not be a year of sickness for you. It will not be a year of sickness for you. No disease will put you down. In fact, you'll be putting down sicknesses. You'll be putting down diseases. One disease, disease, lie down. Go. Leave. And God is going to use you as a healer of the sick. A healer of the sick. You are blessed in your baskets. You are blessed in your store. This year, people will find miracle money coming into their accounts. Your mobile money account is blessed. Your banking account money is blessed. This year, I'm, I don't know, but I'm seeing in the spirit, many people are going to find divine supplies. Divine supplies. Supernatural supplies. Supernatural supplies. I don't know, but the Lord said, I should bless your visions. Whatever vision that you have this year. Whatever dream that you have this year. Whatever project you have this year. I prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ. You see the manifestation thereof. You will not be disappointed. I say you will not be disappointed. I say you will not be disappointed. You will see the manifestation. Receive grace right now. Receive grace right now. Receive grace right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Whatever he said you are going to finish this year. May you finish. You start and you finish. I say you start and you finish. I say you start and you finish. I say you start and you finish. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Kato Shubedeketarabradaya. Libababa Sutalabaya. I don't know. Is anybody this year you have purpose to start a new business? You already have a business, but you want to start something new. It's a new business. A new business. If there's anybody here like that, I won't just come quickly. I want to pray for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I don't know, but as I was just speaking, I saw businesses being set up. I saw businesses being set up. I saw businesses being set up. I in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I don't know whether there's anybody who has a mind towards fish farming. Hmm. But there's a blessing that God is going to release for somebody this year. Hey, lift up your hands. The necessary supplies. The necessary help. The necessary connections. That will ensure that this dream comes to pass. May this blessing rest upon you. May this blessing rest upon you. May this blessing rest upon you. Whatever capital that you need, I declare, let there be a release for you. Father, remember your children right now. Remember your children right now. You ask me to call them, to bless them with this blessing. As I stretch my hands towards you now, the grace, the anointing is coming over you now. The anointing is coming over you now. Come and receive receive it right now there's a wind from the presence of the lord that is blowing towards you now yes take it now take it now my god oh i don't know but i see a wind from his presence 
a wind from his presence, a wind from his presence, a wind from his presence, is going to be more than you can carry. The Lord said, I am releasing my power upon them right now. My power upon them right now. For a performance, you need the help of God. You need the power of God. By the count of three, receive this intervention now. Spirit of the living God, come upon them in your power. In the name of Jesus Christ. And let them see this manifestation. Are you ready now? One. Oh, that is it now. Grace is being released. I just saw doors bringing open. I just saw doors opening up. Leke shatalababaya. Two. Oh, mashantaya. Libaba so ta 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 the windows of heaven have started opening up. Lake Shatalabaya. The man said, Hey, if God is to make windows in heaven, shall this thing be possible? It cannot be possible. But when the heavens are open, anything is possible. Some of you, before the end of this month, you have started. Before the end of January, you have started. Receive that grace right now. In the name of Jesus. Three. Let that grace be a portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Divine settlements. Divine settlements. Divine settlements. Divine settlements by the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, Rabba Shantalababash. Lebelebe Kando Broseketesh. Bandalababash. Divine settlements. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is settled. It is settled. It is settled. It is settled. In the name of Jesus Christ. Go and prosper. Go and prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Son of the living God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Oh, we give you praise. We give you glory. So your prophetic pronouncement has been released. This are you of the promised land. Everything is going to fall in place for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let me just end off with in the next two minutes with this. The next thing you need in your foundation is kingdom service. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. The Bible says, seek what? First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And everything shall be added to it. Listen to me, this year you have to make up your mind that you are not going to be an ordinary Christian. The purpose of salvation and deliverance is service. Exodus chapter 8 verse 1. So tell Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. And the more they served him, the more they blessed, he blessed them. Exodus 20, among the creative arts, you are a children's teacher, you are an usher. You cannot just go home. After service, what do you do? Or you are just coming to church, come and sit in the church, and then you are preached to and you go. No, this year, change it. When you close from church, you have something to do. You are in a department. Your department must have a short meeting. Do you understand me? This year, don't be one of those who are always in a rush to leave the house of God. Serve the Lord with gladness. So when you serve Him with gladness, He will bless you. He will bless you. So this year... Right from now. Don't wait till February. Don't wait till March. Some people are saying that, oh, oh, the time is not right. The time is right. When will the time be right? When will the time be right? When will the time be right? So serve God. Serve God. 
Seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. And all these things that you are looking for. Are you looking for money? Are you looking for blessing? Are you looking for marriage? He said, when you serve the Lord, all these things shall be added unto you. So this year, may you serve the Lord. I said, may you serve the Lord. I said, may you serve the Lord. And then the final thing is to start your year with a seed. Is to start your year with a seed. In Shiloh, one of the most important aspects of Shiloh was that they brought sacrifices and they came to make vows. They came to make vows. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 21. And the man Elkanah and all his house, they went up to offer unto the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. There is something that is known as the yearly sacrifice. You see, you, there's no tree without a seed. There's no forest without a seed. There's no field without a seed. The seed is the foundation of everything. If you don't put a seed in your foundation, how do you expect to have a field? If you don't sow a seed into your ground, no matter the rains that fall, nothing will come out of that soil. So you need a seed. A seed is an offering, a sacrifice that you present unto the Lord. You present unto the Lord. A seed precedes your harvest. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22 said that as while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest. What comes first? Is it the harvest or the seed time? Which, which one comes first? Seed or harvest? Seed or what? Seed, harvest comes first. Seed. So if you are looking to make a harvest this year, please, you need a seed. You need a seed. Amen and amen. So today I'm going to ask everybody to get a Shiloh sacrifice. A Shiloh sacrifice. A Shiloh sacrifice. In your heart, you can make a Shiloh vow. You mention two things. The sacrifice and the vow. A sacrifice is your seed for quick and speedy turnaround of events. Look, when Hannah went to make her sacrifice that year, that was when the, her turnaround came. Her turnaround came. She had a vision that, Lord, I need a man child this year. Maybe yours is a business. Yours is about your marriage. Yours is about school. Put a seed at the base. I have learned not to start any major project in my life without a seed. Last two years, I was building and I would gotten to a place where my finances were out. And uh, where I was renting, all of a sudden, they said they, are, they want to double the, 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 um, the, 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 how do you call that thing, rent. They said, I've not been paying rent for some time, so I've forgotten the word rent. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. May you forget rent. In Jesus' name. I'm prophesying some of you. You want to be senior, land, senior tenants. Hallelujah. Water bill collector. Water bill collector. That's the life you are looking for. Water bill collector. You are more than a landlord. Receive that grace now. Everybody over here, you have your own house in Jesus' name. I said you have your own house in Jesus' name. The electricity collector. Mina, how do you call refuse in tree? Bola. Bola. Mina, me jiji bola sikano. It comes very strong. If you have mina, me jiji bola sikano. Hey, brother! Bola sikano collector. What are you talking about? Today I change your level. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you are here and you are sitting at them, I'm sorry. Bro. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to activate your, 
But I'm here to provoke you to move from that stage. If I want you to go, go and resign. Amen and amen. Ah, I, I won't argue you. <laughs> I see. Maybe prophecy is coming. <laughs> Your level is changing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Give a clap of friends to the Lord. So, I took a seat. I think at that time it was about 3,000 Ghana cities or so. Went for breakfast meeting at Holy Hill Chapel. My father and the Lord, uh, Reverend Dr. Bempa. And as he was ministering, ministering. In some of you, when the ministry is going, I was prophesying. You could have sowed a seed. Because at that time was a very fertile time to sow. You see, a very fertile time to sow. Some, some are looking, no, I want the Holy Ghost to come now. And what better word or prophecy do you need than the word of God? Many people have delayed their destiny waiting for a strange voice of God. A strange miracle. A strange whatever. No. God has shown you this is the path of life. This is the way it's supposed to be done. Amen and amen. So buy the truth and sell it not. A seed. I place it on the altar before the end of the year. The kind of finances in, in excess of 80,000 Ghana cities. In three months the house was built. I could live in it. Three months. Where the money came from up to today I don't know. But what happened was that every time there was a need, if you have to buy blocks, somewhere, somehow, someone will come. Cement. Somewhere, somehow, someone will come. Nails. Doors. Everything was settled. Everything was settled. Why? The power of a seed. The power of a seed. At the beginning of last year, uh, somebody came to bless me with some foreign currency. I think dollars or something. And so I was like, powerful. I'm going to line my, 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 my wallet with it. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Then the Lord, the Lord spoke to me. Do you want more of it this year? I said, yes, sir. So then I'm going to sue that one. I said, why, sir? <laughs> amen and amen. And you know when you add that, it will be growing. Why you say I should take away? I had to go and release that as a seed. I think it was about $100 or so. My first blessing, that would be a $100. And to give that. And can be keep you anger by the end of the day. Amen and amen. But do you know the amazing thing? Before the end of the year, I have received more than Rebecca's opinion. Yes, she wants to hear my money that I got. Amen and amen. But it was times, times, times of that hundred. I received in dollars. I received in uh, euros. I received in pounds. I received in sifakra. I received some. Amen and amen. I even received naira. Amen and amen. And I'm not talking about money that people can sow a seed on the altar. No, I'm not talking about that one. My foreign currency account. So now, I started last year with one foreign currency account. I ended with three foreign currency accounts. You tap. You should know how to tap. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Why? Because first things sow your seed. So today I'll ask everybody, you pick an envelope. If you have it here, I'll collect it. If not, take the envelope, pray over it, and then next week you can bring your Shiloh sacrifice. Or Tuesday you can bring your Shiloh sacrifice. And the Lord will honor His word in your life. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. And then the last thing that we have done. The last one. Tell them the last one. Thanksgiving. I think we've done that already. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. 
I was wondering when the Lord, it was, actually the Thanksgiving is the last one because it wasn't part of my notes. It wasn't part of my notes. But the Lord spoke to me and said, starting the year with Thanksgiving will ensure you end the year with Thanksgiving. I was like, Lord, explain further. And he gave me the scripture. Jeremiah 30 verse 19. said, out of them shall proceed Thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. And then he said, I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I will glorify them and they shall not be small. Most of the time, when we have been multiplied and we have been glorified, that's why we thank God. But I said that, no, this one, when they thank God, that is when multiplication and glorification came. So thanksgiving must proceed if you want to be multiplied and want to be glorified. Hallelujah. The Lord bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.